What do Wrigley Gum, Greenies Pet Treats, Clicks Beverage Vending Machines, Uncle Ben's Rice, Whiskers Cat Food, Pedigree Dog Food, A Wind Farm in Texas the size of Paris, Skittles, The Rainforest Alliance, Altoids, Mars Bars, and M&M's all have in common? They're all owned by the Mars Corporation. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we're looking at the brief history of the Mars Corp. Now before we get too deep into this, I want to say that originally this was just going to be about Mars bars, which is by far my favorite chocolate bar. But after like two minutes of research, I realized that there was a much more interesting story, the company behind the bar. Now I should say that the companies I mentioned in the opening of this episode are not even a fraction of all the, of all the companies or brands that fly their flags under the Mars umbrella. This entire episode can really just be me listing their subsidiaries. Okay, let's get into it. With an annual revenue of over $35 billion, Mars is not a small company. It's not the biggest in the food category, but it's definitely up there. It's actually ranked the sixth largest privately owned company in the U.S. by Forbes magazine. Mars Pet Care alone owns 41 different brands. And they also own well over 50 in the food and candy side of their business. So where did it all start? When Frank C. Mars was a young boy growing up in Minnesota, Excuse me. in the 1880s, he contracted polio. The disease left him unable to walk to school, and so his mother taught him herself in their kitchen. One of the lessons Elva Mars taught her son was how to hand-dip chocolates. My mom taught me that same lesson. Now, when he was 19, Frank Mars got a job selling molasses chips, and the sales skills he learned on this job would serve him well for the years to come. Frank also married his first wife, Ethel, at 19, and two years later, the couple would have their first son, Forrest. Over the next 20 years, the small family packed up and moved to Tacoma, Washington, and then back to Minneapolis. In Tacoma, Frank started using the skills he had learned from his mother and from selling molasses chips. Frank started producing and selling buttercream candy. And by 1920, he had opened the Nougat House. In 1923, after learning a valuable lesson about fragility and transport from the failure of the Morrow Bar, a year earlier, Mars launched the Milky Way Bar. The Milky Way was such a success that it led to hiring a full-time sales team. And by 1929, on the back of this success, Mars Inc. moved to Chicago and opened a full production plant, taking nearly 200 associates with them from Minnesota. In the next three years, Mars would launch two more highly successful chocolate bars, the Snickers and the Three Musketeers. Over the next few years, Forrest Mars moved to the UK with a dream of building a socially conscious business. Frank Mars passed away at the age of 51, and Mars got into the pet food business. They also launched Maltesers, and in 1939, Mars experimented with sponsoring a local radio show called Dr. IQ, which was like a quiz show. Mars created a special edition bar named after the show, and this may seem commonplace now when you look at products linked with like Marvel movies or Disney movies, but Mars was at the forefront of this way back in the 30s. Okay, I can continue to list all the products Mars launched over the next 90 years and all the things that they've done, but this is supposed to be brief history, so I'm going to jump ahead a bit. Today, Mars is an innovative company dedicated to reducing waste and carbon emissions. They created the Rainforest Alliance brand, which helps improving, which helps to improve working conditions in cocoa fields and to help pay the farmers a decent wage. In an effort to offset their carbon emissions, Mars created a wind farm in Texas that is the size of Paris. This produces enough energy to power all of their facilities in the U.S. They have a similar program in Europe. Now, to understand the full power of Mars' innovation, one simply has to look at their brands. Hell, just one brand, M&M. 
M&M's were the first candy launch in the space, the official candy of the new millennium, and the main sponsor for multiple Olympic Games. And I'm sure you've probably seen many M&M commercials. You've you know eaten probably many. Just imagine all that innovation that goes into creating a brand like that. So there you have it, a brief history of the Mars Company. Wait, no, hold on. Mars Bars. Right, I forgot to talk about Mars Bars. So when Forrest Mars moved to the UK back in the 30s, he wanted to recreate his father's Milky Way bar, which was having so much success in the US. And essentially, that's what a Mars bar is, just a recreation of the Milky Way almost everywhere in the world. In the US, however, the Mars bar is more like a Snickers. It's got peanuts and caramel in it, which I know is confusing, but I thought it was important. The reason why it's more like a Snickers in the US is because they already had the Milky Way bar, which wasn't introduced to the rest of the world until much later. Anyway, I highly recommend taking a look at the history of Mars on their website. Just Google Mars Corp history. You'll be blown away at the brands they own and the things they've done. They really are a very interesting company and I could probably do another 10 minutes about this but I think that I should probably end it here. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5 brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe and write and comment on this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. And this has been a brief history of the Mars Corp. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, that's it. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. I'll see you soon.